Hello to all and welcome to To The Mat, the podcast where we talk about wrestling. What's happening in the world of wrestling? No reviews, just straight talk about the different things that are going on. That's a little bit weird and crazy. If you listen to the first two shows, you would understand what we're talking about. A little bit of everything, I guess you could say. I'm your host, Lira, and thank you for joining us. This is our change. This is the change to the podcast. We did a wrestling podcast before. This is the last time we do this type of intro. So, um, we did a wrestling podcast to start with. Then we switched it to news stuff, and then we were switching back to having two podcasts: one wrestling oriented, and the other one more what's happening around us type of thing. So, guess you could say we're going back to the roots. So, as I was, I don't want to put it out on Sunday because of the holiday and all. I know everybody's relaxing and taking in the time with family and friends. So, I didn't want to bombard people with the wrestling podcast. I mean, you could listen to it the next day. but Plus, I was doing stuff with the family, so didn't have much time to record. I usually record it a day before it's published, but... So usually you will find us on Sundays. This this week it's a little bit different because of the holiday. I'm going to try to get everything recorded and put out. Or just record it and set up to be put out before the next holiday. So this way we don't have the same situation again. Everybody's around me sick. So I think I'm starting to catch it finally. I thought I was going to be Roman Reigns, the one, the one and only. Or Chris Jericho, the Ocho. Whichever one you prefer to deal with. Anyway, so as we talk, I was listening to a little bit of Ric Flair's podcast with him and um, Conrad Thompson. Uh, I'm not a Ric Flair tremendous fan. And listen, if he did what he did, according to the Flight from Hell or whatever it's called... Then, you know, it's kind of messed up what he did to that woman. If he didn't, then, you know, sorry that he's caught up in this. We don't know. No one's telling the truth. Truth. I think the only person that could actually really tell the truth is Dustin, at the time Goldust. Because he was the one that dealt with um, the situation, according to the allegations by the lady. But... Uh, Rick didn't talk that much about that, so I kind of feel like it is true what was going down. Maybe it was, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, Rick didn't really touch on that aspect of the subject. He was more along the lines of his anger or disdain for um, Jim Ross. And Conrad Thompson said to him, you know... They do a podcast or something together, I think, or something like that. I know I know Jim Ross has a podcast. I don't know if it's with Connor, um, Tom, Conrad Thompson. I want to say Conor McGregor there for a minute. Boy, these are two opposites, if there ever was one. So, I'm not too sure if he does it with him or not. I, uh, Not a slight on Conrad Thompson. You know, he's got the, the cast and all of that, and... You know, more power to him. He's, you know, he's got the numbers. He's got the whole nine. So, you know, he's doing a good job. I don't, uh, I like I said, I don't want to speak negative per se of him. I don't care for his style. I don't care for his voice per se. With his podcast, I, it's, 
not my cup of tea, if you will. Um, not really into his way and style, I guess you would say. But, um, uh, you know, I feel kind of like the guy kind of married into the podcasting when he married, uh, his obsession with Ric Flair. If, if you want to hear something interesting too about, um, Conrad Thompson, uh, I listened to, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shane Douglas's little talk there with, um, the same guy that does the podcast with Kevin Nash. Um, I can't remember his name, but they were doing a little talk and he was saying that he was paid a lot of money to actually hang out with Conrad Thompson. So he's been kind of a fanboy for quite a while with different wrestlers and stuff. So, you know, eh. That that makes me feel iffy about how genuine or how you know with his podcast type of deal. Um, mine's kind of different. In case you didn't realize it, um, I'm more along the lines. I'm not. I don't obviously don't have a co-host. Will I ever have a co-host? Maybe I don't know. As of right now, no. <laughs> so. As of right now, we don't have a co-host or anything or anybody to bounce stuff off or talk to about stuff, which, I mean, I think it would be cool if we could do something like that. Uh, if we eventually get someone, that would be really good, and I would enjoy something like that. So that is something we could look forward to or look to doing. I just found another pair of headphones over here, people. Sorry. It kind of distracted me. I forgot I had these. Um, I have, if you're interested, I have a, a YouTube channel as well. We do a lot of reviews of uh, EDC toys and um, Five Below stuff. And there's another pair of Bluetooth Five Below headphones that I forgot I had. Anyway, <laughs> so sorry about getting off the topic there for a second. But anyway, I don't care for Conrad Thompson. And Ric Flair was quite critical and um, very upset with um, Jim Ross. About his, the way he said about Rick and what he did and how he basically saying the guy got away with it because of who he is. And uh, you could say, like I said, we don't know exactly what happened on the plane ride from hell or whatever you want to call it. So we can't say 100% if... Flair's telling the truth, Jim's telling the truth, whoever, the lady's telling the truth, whoever. No one's clarified or verified this little aspect right now, so I guess we're we're just stuck here, sitting here, wondering if it was true or not. Anyway, so he was a little pissed off. Jim Ross kind of made a couple of comments that he could say some stuff about Jim Ross and blah, blah, blah. And like I said, the whole bit with Conrad Thompson, not a big fan of his... Like I said, he paid Shane Douglas a lot of money to hang out. I mean, don't get me wrong. If that was a wrestler I liked and he, you know, we clicked and he was like, you know, let's do a podcast together or, you know, want to hang out. You sound like a cool dude or whatever. I'd be like, hey, yeah, why not? I'm not going to pay somebody to hang out, that's for sure. Um, I'm not, I don't know. I, I don't want to sound too negative about that, but. I'm not the type of guy that's going to stand there and be like, oh, can I give you a few thousand dollars to hang out with me? Or whatever the hell it was. It was it was quite a bit according to the conversation between them. So, you know, it was, 
I don't know about that. I wouldn't be the type of person to do that. But anyway, so moving on from there. Uh, just a few things to touch on this week. Uh, it's been kind of slow, um, but I did listen to Kevin Nash and him speaking about the whole Mandy Rose thing. And I listened to um, Jim Cornette aspect of the whole Mandy Rose thing as well. So two different aspects. And I, well, yeah, I mean, both their thinking and aspects are kind of different in a way. You know, um, what you call it? He didn't see the big problem with it. Um, what's his name? Kevin Nash. And believe me, I was never really a Kevin Nash fan until I'm. Uh, I've never really been a Kevin Nash fan. Okay, <laughs> um, I'm by no way, shape, or form a fan of Shawn Michaels, and he kind of precates for Shawn Michaels. So I didn't like him. I guess I judged him on that, and also his dislike for CM Punk. I'm a CM Punk fan. I know he did. Whatever he did, and if he's gonna be back, cool. I'd love it. If he's not, it sucks. I wish he would be back. Not on WWE. I don't want him there. Just, you know, I feel like all the stuff he said about them and then him to go back would be kind of weird. But anyway, but you know, people got bills to pay, so understandable if he did. But uh, I'd rather see him not. But Kevin Nash was more along the lines like, what the hell's the difference? Big, no, no big deal, whatever. He did say, of course, if they're going for the PG, like, whatever. You know, they had to do what they had to do. Uh, Jim Cornette said, kind of on the same wavelength. They agree a lot more than people realize him and Jim Cornette. So I find that quite hilarious that they're both agreeing on a lot of aspects of stuff. So it's just a tad bit funny to find two people that are kind of not like each other kind of being like each other in a way <laughs> so that aspect of it is pretty funny if you ask me um but uh you know i still don't see i mean by all means like jim Cornette said as well if she's gonna go somewhere the only place I really could see her going, if she wants to continue wrestling, is AEW because they're the only ones that are going to not make her take down her page and make her own money and all like that. And WWE, you got rid of her because of that, but you just made her a goddamn crap load of money, man. So, kind of shot yourself in the foot there. She made more money in one month than she would have made in WWE, according to that. According to what people are saying, I mean, you know, we didn't see her actual paycheck or whatever. Of course, we're not. And um, WWE is probably not going to say what they paid her. So we just have to go off of what people said. I'm pretty sure it's true. So, you know, if I could make 500000 in a month, I'd be happy as hell. And I pretty much keep doing what I'm doing. And if she does really want to go back to the wrestling, I mean, if you think about it, she's making that kind of money and not taking the bumps and the hits and all that. So, you know, I guess you just have to sit back and think to yourself and say, listen, is she, is it really worth it? Do you really want to go through all that? 
and banging all up and everything like that just to make that cash if you do of course you know by all means do so i mean there's people in this sport and i call it a sport i know a lot of people don't want to say it's a sport but it's a sport um but there's a lot of people in this sport that you know enjoy the sport and love and do it for the love of the sport so of course more power to them and i'm glad there's people out there that does do that because it says a lot, you know, it's a pretty brutal sport and, you know, look at Edge, look at Christian, uh, Madam Cold right now out with a serious, serious concussion. So, I mean, if she wants to continue doing that, the only place I see her going is AEW because they're the only ones that can allow her to do what she wants to do. And that is what she's doing right now with this whole thing. So more power to you. Okay, here we go. I'm looking here. Uh, Dominic and uh, Alyssa Mysterio offered. Oh, and they offered to donate their kidneys to Conan. So, if you're not aware, Conan, who is the to to um, host of Keeping It 100 podcast, he is going through some issues, health issues. And he was in terrible shape this, the worst year that he's had. So... Alyssa and Dominic Mysterio, who their father is friends with Conan, of course, they offered to, um, you know, to donate their kidneys to him to help him out with his uh, illness, because it looks like he's headed to the part uh, in in part to, you know, he's gonna need a kidney or else type of deal. So sad that he's going through this and everything you know we wish him all the best of luck and uh hopefully he gets through this hopefully he finds the donor he needs and you know he gets the help he needs it's i've had relatives that you know went into kidney failure and stuff it's not not a fun thing and i know people that know other people that are, are going through it now it's not a fun thing it's not a joyable thing it's not something you want to be doing at any point in time at all, basically. So, it's a pretty serious, serious subject, pretty serious thing. So, hopefully Conan gets through it. Like I said, not the hugest fan of Disco, but Conan's pretty cool. And the other guy that works with them, I like him too. So, you know, hopefully he's able to get through this and work things out and fix himself. And, you know, like I said, hopefully everything works out for him. It's a pretty harsh thing to be going through right now. So all the luck to him. Hopefully everything works out with him. But I do have something else about the Mysterio family. I found it quite funny if you watch the video where Dominic and... Um, geez, I can't think of her name right now. She's actually one of the few wrestlers there that are actually pretty decent still. Um, I can see her face as plain as sight and I can't think of her name whatsoever but the lady wrestler what's her name gosh let's see Let, let's put it in the google machine women in wwe because she is a wwe let me see here going through them view all one would think she'd be here oh man they're giving me all these like i want current stars not 
let's see, current. Current. There we go. And she's still. They got Sacha Banks listed. That's wishful thinking. Retro Cold is actually there too. Carmella. We haven't seen her in a million years. Uh, Rhea Ripley. There you go. That's who I was speaking of. But um, they had that segment where Rhea Ripley and Dominic busted into Whatcha Call It's house. The Mysterio family house. I found it quite funny that Rey Mysterio is just randomly walking around the house with a mask. At least they could have done is shot him from behind or something. You want us to believe this? I mean, I know there's a lot of far-fetched stuff on wrestling, but that was a little bit too the extreme of far-fetch, if you ask me. That was kind of like, really, man? Really? Like, come on. <laughs> you really going to tell us this happened? I don't believe it for a freaking bit. So, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not buying it. Just not, sorry. Not gonna buy it. But anyway, we saw Ray Mysterio walking around with his mask. It's not like we haven't seen the guy. He was in WCW, and we saw him. He got just he got the mask taken off in WWE even. So I don't know what the big to do is about. Like we know what he looks like without the mask. We've seen him before without the mask. Let's get over it. Let's not make believe he walks around his house with a freaking mask on. Although that would be quite odd and quite funny if he did. But I don't know about that. I just can't picture the dude walking around his house with a mask on all day long. You know, the guy's got to eat, right? I mean, well, he does kind of got that weird mask with the bottoms out. So I guess he could eat with the mask on. So I guess that's not too far-fetched as far as that aspect of it is. But, you know. Like, how would his wife know? Is she really with this right person? Honey, I didn't know it was him. I thought it was you. He had a mask! So that would be pretty funny if that happened. But, um, yeah. I, <laughs> I was looking at that and I was kind of like, okay. I actually text somebody about that and like, dude, did you see that? Because I thought it was pretty hilarious that they did that whole bit with him. Look, look, he has no mask. He has the mask, I mean. In his house as he sits around enjoying his family's time with his family or whatever. Like I said, pretty freaking odd if you ask me. But anyway, moving on from that. And like we said, we got to that aspect of it because of the whole Conan situation. Like I said, hopefully he's doing good. Um, Tony Khan on AEW comparison to WCW and Miro Sadish. Oh, I've got a couple little other tidbits here if you will uh, where is it here yeah I always found it weird about the departure of Cody Rose with him that was kind of odd they give the headlines and then they don't give you the thing come on and different people working without contracts with AEW which is pretty funny as well but um there we go here it goes so uh, Fightful YouTube channel the interview was done by um, one of their people over there I don't want to get too much into the names of that here's some transcript of the thing um, Tony Khan was asked they 
why he thinks some people compare AEW WCW. I think the reason people want to compare the two companies most, this is Tony Khan, by the way, is all of it is where wrestling companies air on TBS and TNT, which he has a valid point. Um, I don't think it's as the same. And I mean, yeah, they have Sting and Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone, but I don't see it as much as the same as other people do. Yes, they have a lot of holes to fill. They have a lot of problems. They have a huge ginormous roster and i really feel like once they get things moving and they have the whole separation of you know uh what do you call it of um i can't think for a second here they have the whole um separation of the company and if they do like a different show because honestly uh rampage looks a lot like dynamite so, if they could change the look of it, I know they did change, if you're into the um, YouTube shows, they did change one of the YouTube shows, and they did kind of like a studio audience, kind of an NWA type of deal, which was kind of cool. I mean, I, I like it more when they're out in the open, because I feel like, as far as their YouTube shows go, Taz and... What'd you call it? Why can't I think of people's names today? I'm just completely messing up people's names here today. Sorry about that. But, um... Shoot, the commentary... The guy with the mask, the commentator with the mask. Getting stuck on people with masks here today. But, um... Him and Taz, I feel like, are the best. It sounds like two people just genuinely sitting down, having a good time, and watching wrestling. I, I don't care for... The dark one. I meant the dark elevation or elevation, whichever you want to call it. Not a big fan of it. I think once they start separating these shows and we have less and less of Ring of Honor on the regular shows and Ring of Honor has their own shows, I think that would be great. But if you're listening to this, Tony Khan, wishful thinking there. Um, there's one person you need to bring back to Ring of Honor. The villain, Marty Scar. I know the whole me movement it just ruined it for him. I'm pretty sure he probably would have been there anyway. Eventually, because of the, uh, because of um everybody that he knows there. Uh, but I really wish they would bring him, you know, him in and have Marty Scarl there with everybody else. I I once the shows are separated, and then we can break down the roster. Put a lot of those people over in Ring of Honor. Of course, we can have some crossovers where they come to wrestle on the other show every now and then. Not like every week, you know, such and such. I'm trying to think. Oh, I feel like Bandito is going to be a Ring of Honor person, so we'll use him as such an example. But not that every week on Rampage or every other week we're going to have Bandito. If he's a Ring of Honor person, leave him on Ring of Honor. If there's a crossover, or maybe they could even do like a crossover an event where they could have a pay-per-view where the two kind of join and work together or work against, whichever, which either or, and they do something like that. I think that would be really cool, but the separation needs to be done because it's just too much right now. It's too much people, too much of a roster, not a lot of people getting out there. I know Miro's a little bit ticked off about 
being there and the whole blah 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 whatever his problem is but um it's they need to separate the two they really need to separate the two and get something going where they're two different um you know of course we know deep down we know we're watching it and we know yeah you know they're they're one in the same they're owned by the same person blah 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 whatever that's fine but they need to separate a little bit more not only so they can utilize the people on the roster and utilize everybody in their own aspect or their own thing so everybody's got something to do got somewhere to go and i don't know as far as people are saying tony khan is the only person writing this and booking it i guess you would say he needs to get some help because he can't do everything himself he's gonna run himself um crazy or something <laughs> he's gonna run himself a little bit wild and crazy there if he keeps doing all this himself it's just too much for anybody to just get out there and do all this wrestling by themselves and expect them you know to do all this it's just too much for anybody so hopefully hopefully he you know get someone else to help him with everything and do the wrestling with him or to book it with him make some decision maybe if they put um what do you call it if they put someone working on ring of honor and booking all of ring of honor and doing all the stuff with ring of honor it would help you know not only tony khan but help the product if he had two different people booking for it i think it would really be a much better product for both if you had somebody else working on it or if you had someone else working on the different shows or whatever that they do it's just too damn much for anybody to be doing all that themselves by any means of the word so if he could do that and you could separate the shows much better product um yeah they got the guy from wwe and or used to be with wwe i forgot his name offhand but he's kind of good and um you know hopefully he can bring an aspect to it that would um help so you know with the production value of course wwe is you know is like i won't i don't want to say leaps and bounds but they're ahead of them as far as production value of course no one can argue that um but You know, it, their, their production value is up there. Hopefully this guy being part of them can bring that. And of course, they're talking about the change and everything of the new year. Because this person's there. So hopefully that will give them a better aspect and a better feel of what they're doing and how they're doing. As far as everything with, you know, with the product. It's just, you know, you, you can't book everything and you can't do all the, like, everything looks the same. The elevation and dark elevation look like each other. Dynamite and Rampage look pretty much similar other than the graphics and the intro. If they could give it a little more different aspect or a different feeling. If they could kind of, if you will, take from WWE and do kind of... I mean, you don't necessarily have to do a roster split per se. But you could have people that are featured more on that show than the other make rampage a little bit longer 
this this last week's rampage was pretty good. Other than the weird three hundred thousand dollar battle royal thing, that was kind of off putting and weird. But other than that, it was a pretty good show all in all. So if you could do something like that, that would be really cool. So that is something to look into. That's something that I think they would do really good doing because that would really help the product and help aspects of it. So definitely something to look into there. W, um, AEW, let's say WWE or WCW. <laughs> but I think I'm really excited for the new year. I think this is going to help them by leaps and bounds. And hopefully by having other people there now, will bring up the aspect or bring up the quality of their production and give them kind of a better production quality to their show so they can you know they can catch up everybody's saying well they're not competition at all you got to start somewhere and guess what the more and more of different things you have out there like NWAs out there they're not a big component or or someone to go against them per se, but you know it's something out there. The more you have out there, and the more competition you have there, the better it makes the products. It's better for the fans, and that's just that's just the truth. So, hopefully, we are headed to a better production value, a better product with them, so they can be better competition, and we, so we have Impact, which is another one that's featured on TV. Um, NWA is more of a YouTube show than anything, but you know, it's still something else that we can look at instead of the same old thing. So, in closing, there and join us next week. We will, I'm gonna try completely and utterly hard to make sure we record this before Sunday, <laughs> even though that's New Year's Day. Try to record it beforehand so it's out there on Sunday, like I usually say. We're always out there on Sunday before the end of the day this week because of the holiday, we weren't. But sorry about that. So as we close our call of action, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on po this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Pod, and where you find your favorite podcast. And I am your host, Leroy, and thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it, and thank you for all the support. You can leave some comments in the comments below if you'd like. And I'm trying to try to set up maybe an email or something so you could send some questions to us. We really appreciate that as well. So thank you again for all the support and hope to hear, well, not hear, but have you listen next week. Thank you again. Have a great, great day. <laughs>